Hello everyone! Welcome to Toonami Therapy, January 31st, 2024. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And this is our podcast where we talk about anime and things we're watching, some of which are on Toonami. So, I don't think they announced anything new at Toonami that we didn't know, just, you know, we already knew about Ninja Kamui coming. Mm-hmm. As the Dr. Stone replacement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we can just go right into it. So, we've got Demon Slayer episode 36. So, let's see. Basically, so they basically do, well, investigations. We, Inosuke thinks he sees something, but he's not able to catch whatever is. Zenitsu ends up fighting against this girl who works uh, there, and he realizes that she's actually a demon uh, pretending to just be a regular human. He does get uh, uh, knocked unconscious by her. Then, let's see. Yeah. And... Oh, yes, we do actually see Muzan again briefly, because he shows up to talk to her. And eventually they... And then Zenitsu, at the end of the... Ep- no, wait, actually, this was a post I can't remember. Was the part where he's being treated, but then he gets abducted at the end, was that the post credit sequence, or was that before the credits, and then we had the weird school joke thing at the end? Both were. Both were post-credits? Okay, yeah. Yep. So that's basically it. We find out, yes, this one girl is, in fact, a demon, which they figure out. And then Zenitsu gets beaten up and then captured. And that was basically the episode. Yeah, um, the post-credits part had more substance than the entire... uh, (laughs) 20 minutes before it so uh yeah i i I was pretty interested in that post credits part but most of the episodes seem not as entertaining as last week did did tanjiro actually show up in this episode i can't remember anything he did offhand yeah i don't remember seeing him uh, maybe he did, but I'm not sure. He might have. I know he didn't. I don't think he did anything important. I'm just trying to remember whether he actually showed up or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't have too much else to say. It was kind of a straightforward episode and didn't really have some of the jokes that the previous one did. Outside of that really weird bit at the end when they're all in <laughs> high school and. They all misunderstand what Christmas is supposed to be about, and think they think I think they thought it was Halloween or something. That was bizarre. Mm-hmm. And if you want more of that, there's an entire spinoff manga of like that. Is there? Yeah, it's uh, what what was it called? Let, let me double check. I, I know because they uh, released it in English recently. It's uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu Academy. It's it's just a fairly goofy thing uh, where the characters are all, you know, chibi, and then they go, it's some alternate universe where they go to school. So, 
yeah, that's base. So that yes, if you want more of that kind of thing, there is in fact a manga out there with like that. Attack on Titan Junior High kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like that, really. I, I didn't read too much of the Demon Slayer one, but yeah, if Attack on Titan gets that, of course, this is going to get one. How many, how many, I mean, I'm sure, I know there's a bunch of series that have high school alternate realities. I'm just wondering which ones have, like, do that and, are, and actually at least go on for a bit. Attack on Titan Junior High, the manga actually went on for a while. I, I don't know, I think, let's see... I might as, as long as we're talking about it, how long did the, is this one going on? Let's see. Oh, I think only the first, I don't know how long it is. I know there's a volume, There, there's one volume in English right now, but I don't know how much longer it went on. But Attack on Titan Junior High, let me double check. How long did that last? Okay, yeah, it went, it went for 11 volumes. It ran for four years. Okay. All right, so then we'll move on to Dr. Stone, episode 56. So, essentially, they end up unpetrifying everyone else and essentially leave um, Soyuz in charge of the island. They... Uh, take then they uh after then basically they just then they leave there's there's you know a bunch of stuff before that which i guess is you know just unwinding after the arc but then they all get off in their boat and leave they take a few of the new characters along with them like the samurai guy and what was her name the person the girl she worked for ibarra but then got betrayed by him she was the one who always used the petrification device to attack people. I can't remember her name, but they get her. Then they, uh, well, they get back. They go back to the Ishigami village, and Senku mentions how they're going to try to revive Tsukasa. And why would they do that? Because he's really strong. What do you need strength for? I, I mean, strength. I thought science. So, I, I thought science solved everything. I mean, you know, it does, didn't... but regular strength is still very <laughs> useful. Remember, this is a guy who can, with his bare hands, rip a tree off his stump. A stump. It's uh fairly. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, little noise. I just got some thing on uh, the phone. I'll have to deal with that later. Anyway. Well, there's that. There's also the fact, essentially, that they wanted to what was it. Well, they also just wanted to get him back because, you know, one of the reasons they went off was because they were trying to get away to cure him. R remember, the plan, the idea was basically to freeze him and hope that they might be able to petrify and unpetrify him. And now they got the petrification device, so maybe they can do it. Yeah, um... It, was this the final episode, or is there still one There's more? one more. Okay, because this felt like the final episode, and I don't know what they're going to do. If if, if, if they're going to do, like, a final episode where they like, try to tease us with, like, you know, this is what happens in season four, and we get the beginning to it, but 
they leave off at just the right time to make it most suspenseful. Um, yeah, I I can't say it was bad or anything. I just uh, thought that it felt kind of just like a wrap-up thing. And, you know, like, you know, like every time one piece ends in an arc and they spend like an entire episode waving goodbye. And that that's kind of what this felt like. And, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, not much to it. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of the episode was just wrap up. I think the second half or so was more in terms of actually planning things. You know, they're saying, okay, we're going to the moon. We need a good pilot. We need someone who's really strong if necessary. That was one of the plant reasons to possibly get Tsukasa and that sort of thing. But yeah, but a bunch of it really was just to wrap up as they say. Okay. Anyway, is uh oh uh Kirisame, that was the name of of the girl, the one who basically kind of just suddenly after the whole thing uh they kind of recruited. Okay, so that was her. All right. Then we've got Licorice Recoil, Episode 2. So, basically, they their job is to try to help this one hacker named Walnut escape to safety, who is going around in this big uh, bear suit. Ultimately, they man... So, you're, but except then there are people who are trying to uh, kill Wal nut and they basically the episode for the most part really is just kind of an action sequence of them trying to protect them but then it look but then they uh get shot and it looks like they died but then it turned out no that was just actually someone else the actual wall nut who turns out to be a cute girl because of course uh ends up be um was a actually did wanted the whole thing to make people think she died so that they'd leave her alone and then she ends up just joining up with them at the uh like at the restaurant place to help them with technology things also she changes also they end up uh just giving her the name of uh what was it whatever the japanese word for walnut is mimiru mimisu something like that mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, probably my favorite episode of Liquor's Recoil, uh, mainly because uh, Chisato didn't get to go in the supercar. So um, that that that's the only disappointment about this episode is that she didn't get to go in the supercar. But um, I I obviously it it worked better the first time I saw it, but. Uh, it's just so funny whenever they're riding along in that ambulance or whatever it was, and Walnut just suddenly comes to the light and takes off the hat, and uh, that that was just such a good moment. And um, yeah, I I really I really like this episode. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, I remember when we first watched it, you thought the supercar joke was really funny. Yeah. I, I skipped over it in the recap, but a joke throughout the episode is that is that um is that Chisato w- w- wants to take what she calls the supercar, and they end up taking another one. And she kind of refers to it several times, including one part where if we had taken the supercar, this wouldn't have happened. Is what I'm pretty yeah. sure she says at some point. Yeah, see. Like I wanted to go the supercar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if she sounds that adorable in the Japanese. I'll have to go back and watch. <laughs> that, that actually makes me suddenly wonder what did she say in the Japanese? It, it, did she like for supercar? What was it? One of those ones where it was actually you know them saying supercar rather as they would in Japanese supaka or something like that. It suddenly makes me wonder what it was i i will i let me think let me actually just i can't really listen to it but let me just see if there's any funny things about like okay i'm i glanced at a uh Bit. It looks like at least I don't know exactly what she said in Japanese, but it does look like supercar was at least used in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely so yeah, we had the supercar there also. <laughs> so yeah, it was a fun episode. I liked it more than the first one. It is a little weaker when you've already watched it, so you already know, oh yeah, you know, the <laughs> like the walnut wasn't actually inside the the bear suit or or whatever actually was it a bear suit i can't remember what it was was it like a chipmunk it was it's some sort yeah, of yeah it was a chipmunk okay yeah for some reason i was thinking it was a bear suit anyway you must be you must be thinking of the one from fumoku hmm. uh anyway so yeah licorice recoil this was this was i thought much better than the first episode the jokes were were definitely better and yeah that's basically the episode okay so one piece episode 651 i don't know if any of you can hear that noise in the background i'm sorry if you can anyway uh we were on episode 651 of one piece okay so Rebecca's mother got killed in this sort of uprising. The toy soldier, the one-legged toy soldier, basically raised her and taught her to fight. And then we find out that she was the, that she's actually the grandfather of the king that everyone, uh, sorry, the granddaughter of the king that everyone disliked that was overthrown. And... There, I. That's basically everything important in the episode. It could have probably been explained in, you know, a few lines of dialogue, but we had a full episode on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'm I'm sure this was mu- this was this was in the manga faster paced than in the anime. <laughs> Oh man, this this is just oh man. 
I think that One Piece like really got hurt by the fact that we started watching this uh, live action thing, wherever like things actually happen. <laughs> so now, whenever we watch this, it's it's just like a slow crawl, you know, like snail's pace, mm-hmm. and um, and um, yeah, and we. We don't get major additions to it. Although I wonder if this girl is going to become important because they sewed this entire thing. Obviously, I don't know much about One Piece, so she's, she's I important know. in this arc. She is important. Okay. So, but I still didn't see the point of uh, a flashback that lasted almost an entire episode. But, um, yeah. Oh, be Man. glad it was only one episode. Some late, I know some later flashbacks last way longer. <laughs> That's partially the fault that they let, that they were pretty long in the manga. But of course, there the anime has to pad everything out more, even more later on. That's the thing. You see what we're the the, the stuff we're dealing with now. Yeah, we get more padding later on in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets worse than this. It gets worse. Oh my! Because I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> because the problem, like I like the issue is they don't one One Piece anime doesn't take breaks, say like My Hero Academia or Doctor Stone, and it doesn't do filler arcs like Black Clover did, which means that since they can't take overtake the manga, they have to basically keep pace with it now there it's a weekly manga series now there are a few weeks you take uh, authors uh take a break but that's still like about gives you 48 chat i think about 48 chapters per year so and there's 52 episodes per year so you basically have to do one chapter per episode the problem that happens starts happening later on is that the author one piece's author starts taking more breaks not anything on like the level of say hunter hunter but you know like you'll like go like maybe like three you'll get three chapters then a break then maybe two chapters and a break then four chapters and break things like that and of course that means there's fewer chapters per year and that means that they have to pad things out even more which and oh one other thing it doesn't help that the pacing of the manga itself gets worse as it goes on too Mm. I, when I read the Wano arc midway through, I was just think because thinking, oh, I just wish they had beaten the bad guy at the start and had sailed on. This is taking way too long, and that was the manga. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we've got we've still got like, let me think, we got Whole Cake Island after this, and then what? We've still got a, a, an arc and a half before we get there, and that's going to be a, a while. I don't, but. Yeah, so yes, the One Piece anime pacing does apparently get worse. On the pl- on the plus side, I've heard the animation gets better later on, so that's something. Okay. All right. All right, we move on from the Toonami things to the other things we've been watching. We've got Shangri-La Frontier episode 10. So Sunraku ends up he, uh, fighting the 
spider boss monster, which he manages to beat in what he describes as a perf a first uh, time no damage run. Uh, and we get that. He ends up meeting once again with Pencilgon and uh, what's his name? The, the other guy who played who he knew from the other game. And she basically tells him, hey, we should work together to fight, to take down one of the super big monster guys, just the three of us. And they're like, well, maybe. Uh, although they're kind of suspicious of her motives. Sonoraku does run into Rei in the real world. And there's, and of course she gets the other thing where she's like, yay, I talked to him. Mm-hmm. Her her kind of like weird crush on him, where she just gets elated just by speaking with him, is as a joke that I constantly find funny. Then he, and then ultimately, yeah, they're planning. They're still planning to go to fight the big boss thing, which Emil finds out the, the little rabbit um, person, and then she's like, "I gotta go tell my." father about this and runs off and I'm thinking man they really put a whole lot of effort into this AI if they're having Emil actually go over to tell the if they're basically set up so that one NPC goes all the way over to talk to another NPC even when there's absolutely no one around mm-hmm. and that is the episode oh and i guess to try to uh, up make the stakes bigger they mentioned oh yeah if you know a unique npc like emil dies then they're gone permanently so i guess more to try to make there be a little more stakes for the fight uh-huh. and that's our episode i thought it was kind of fun yeah yeah it was okay yeah. uh, no problem with it Mm-hmm. I did one thing I did, although I did want to say, let me just, apparently I heard that this is actually kind of, um, let's see, here's, here's something kind of funny. The, the voice act in Japanese, not in English, the people who voice Sunraku and Emil, apparently, uh, they, they got engaged. So that's puts a weird subtext on the series. So, there, just a random bit of of amusing. Kind uh, of like how uh, how uh, the main character of Demon Slayer is, or not Demon Slayer. What's what's the name of that show? Black Clover. That's it. The Asta. The, yeah, his his voice actor got married to Noel's voice actress. So, in yeah. America, yeah, that there was that. Um, there's that also. I, I always like feel remembering I, I, at, when I was talking. Wasn't there something about Asta's voice actor? But I couldn't remember the specifics. And I looked it up. Yep, yep. Uh, he he's with uh, he's with he at least he yeah he was with her. Um, I don't know if they're married. I know they're at least in a relation ship but with noelle's voice actress okay all right so that was that episode of shangri-la frontier then we've got my teen romantic comedy snafu episode 19 so 
let's see. When what's her uh the, the character, the, the one who became the student council president, that's Iroha, right? That's her mm -hmm. name. Okay. So okay. she shows up and basically asks for the service club help again because she's basically feeling overwhelmed with the position that, well, they kind of got her. So so Achiman says, okay, I'll take care of this all by myself. So they go to some, some meetings and, well, we have we as the audience have no idea what anyone is talking about and apparently neither do uh, Iroha or Hachiman. I'm kind of wondering, is the joke supposed to be, I guess we'll get information on this later, but are we supposed, is the joke supposed to be that no one actually knows what they're talking about and everyone's just saying stuff to try to make themselves mm -hmm. sound smart? <laughs> in these meetings because yeah, that would be pretty know. funny anyway they end up inadvertently let's see don't they in don't they inadvertently end up uh volunteering to try to talk to other schools to get some sort of what do you call it um cooperation for the school festival they're planning to do. Mm -hmm. I, I think yeah, it was something, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so we get that and yeah, that was that was basically the episode. Yeah, it it was um aside from that joke about people not understanding what he was talking about like that was that was pretty funny but otherwise i found this episode to be a slog like and uh i know hatiman is supposed to be like a negative character but he's gone really negative and like i i feel like okay he and you can go ahead and get together with each other they deserve each other. I mean, they're just so miserable people that they're such miserable people that I I want them to fail because they're just they're just so negative. And I, I, I can see myself a little bit in those characters, at least myself in the past, whenever I've been uh before you know i i went back when i was more immature and and i was more negative as a person and that's what i see in these people and i'm just like come on you know uh i i just don't really have any interest in his in the success of, of what they're doing with that club if they can't be, you know, like normal human beings. They have to be super negative about everything. So that's my rant. Um, obviously, I'm not picking this show for my top three this week. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the older... <laughs> you, what you were mentioning, it was just making me suddenly... <laughs> remember you know there's like a ton of stuff that when i was younger i like posted online on message boards and i'm just thinking i'm glad a lot of those got purged or those boards don't <laughs> exist anymore 
Yeah, you and me both, and and we <laughs> like both for, of us posted on the same boards that we're glad no longer exist. Well, uh, some of them, in some cases, I I kind of wish that I could still access them to see some things. But on the other hand, there's like especially the game FAQs boards. So in the past, they used to perpetually purge old topics on boards like the mo and they would just disappear eventually now eventually they stopped doing that and set it up so that and they set it up so that stuff gets stays around permanently i think they started doing that like maybe 2006 or 2007 but everything before that is gone and i'm like yeah okay i'm okay with that i'm okay with <laughs> any of those things being gone i'm i'm a little more comfortable with the things that i've posted since then yeah. <laughs> For anyone listening to us, that actually I should mention there's some good advice. Be care when you post stuff online, be a little careful about the fact that there's a chance that this stuff will be around in 10 years, especially if it's under your actual name. At least I was smart enough to never I almost never use my use my real name on any of this stuff. It was all handles and things. Mm -hmm. And I kind of continue to do that with a lot of stuff but yeah if you're if you're gonna just everyone keep that in mind anything you put online is has a reasonable chance of sticking around for a very long time mm -hmm. okay but some but in other cases sometimes it's just gone forever and you don't have to worry about it mm -hmm. okay so yeah i i think i like the episode a little more than you did but i do also think yeah it was it, w it was a little drawn out i suppose okay so then we got full metal panic fumofu episode two so like the previous episode and i think a lot of the episodes of the season it's really got two episodes within it you know, kind of like how mm -hmm. Kaguya-sama would have three episodes in each episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, the first one is basically about how after Sosuke basically uh, causes uh, the, the the bread stand of the school to get damaged, they end up having to, for a while, distribute it themselves. There's this teacher who's trying to to like sabotage them, but Sosuke keeps setting traps on the stuff, so he keeps getting uh hurt as a result. And then, yeah, that was basically that episode. Second ep second part of the episode, they end. Uh, uh, let's see. So Kaname, right? Kaname loans him some notes. She but he accidentally leaves them at his house. So in order to get them back before the required period, they end up basically rushing to try to get back there. Except of course they end up having crazy adventures along the way up to including stealing a bike and getting chased by the police. <laughs> they manage to make it to the school in time. Uh, no, no, they don't make it to the school in time. Sorry. But then they find out that it didn't matter because the teacher in question was sick. Uh, yeah um now i really enjoyed this um my my favorite part was them getting on the train and 
finding out they're going the wrong way or not the wrong way, but they're going on an express line. So they're not going to make a stop at the high school. And I got taken back to my uh, eventful trip to Japan, wherever my sister and I got on a train in Tokyo and then we get on another one and got taken back to the place we were in the first place. And we finally got to our hotel room and I got sick. So we had to go back. And it was literally just like this episode where we had to, we had like seconds to get onto the train headed back to Nagoya in time for us to uh get back to our home place so uh yeah i had some flashbacks here of, of that i was like oh man i i i really really hate trains now i i don't think i can ever go on a train again it's just uh, trains and planes both i I'm, I guess I've just become an anti-travel person and would do terrible on The Amazing Race because, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the the adventures we had on that trip were enough to scar me for life. So, um, yeah, so if you, if you go to Japan, you better go along with someone who knows what everything means because it doesn't matter even that everything is in English. It's still super confusing. And uh, yeah, that, that was something else. I won. I, Oh darn. I was about to say something, but I just trying, but now I forgot what was I was going to say something about Japan? Oh, right. What you were mentioning on Amazing Race. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't remember them ever traveling on train on the Amazing Race. Offhand, there's been a lot of flights though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I, I this was a pretty funny episode. I the the first one was funnier than the second, but they both were pretty good. I do wonder I know it's a goofy comedy but the fact that what is technically still in continuity with the more serious one just does make me think okay uh how does Sosuke just get away with using with having that gun and just firing it in you know Japan which has super strict gun control laws I, I mean <laughs> even in the US doing that what he what he's done in these episodes would get you in trouble mm-hmm. so so I, I don't know. Is it, it, does he just get it legal the same way Hiruma had his guns be legal in Ice Shield Twenty One? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, there, there's not that much to really say about it other than yeah, it was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, one thing I did notice. There's that weird bit. I was trying to think, was this just supposed to be a joke be- or or was it actually a budget-saving thing? Because there's a part where they're running up the stairs and they just show the same clip of them running up like multiple <laughs> times in a row. Yeah, yeah, that was supposed to be a joke. They, okay. they did that a few times in this episode. Uh, 
I think it was just supposed to be funny. Okay. Um, yeah. I, they they did that in the front half of the episode and in the second half of the episode. So I figured they were just trying to be funny by repetition. So. Okay. All right. That's it for the actual anime. I guess we can... Well, I guess we can just give rankings and then we could talk about the One Piece live action. Yeah. Um, okay, so... It, since... Uh, I, I look back and I saw that Licorice Recoil was second place for the first episode and then first place for the second episode back in 2022. And uh, that's kind of the way it would have... Well, not quite have gone this year, but if if I were ranking Licorice again, it would have to be first place and Fumofu very close second. But as for the other stuff, I'm going to give Demon Slayer the win because I like that post credit stuff. That, that was actually pretty entertaining. Dr. Stone, uh, second place, you know, for the jokes and stuff. Um, I didn't talk much about the jokes, but there were some pretty funny things in there. Third place, I will put Shangri-La Frontier. Okay. For me, for third place would also be Shangri-La Frontier. Second place would be Licorice Recoil. And I'll give Full Metal Panic Fumofu first. It was pretty, it was funny. It's a comedy and it <laughs> made me laugh and that's good. <laughs> Well, I can't remember if I literally laughed or not, but I found it funny I, because I'm remembering I was in the break room at work and I might not necessarily want it to be too loud. So maybe I maybe I just, you know, didn't laugh out loud, but I thought it was funny. I at least laughed internally. OK, so just in case anyone's wondering when it was during the break room, it was during my lunch. Okay. I was not watching mm -hmm. it while I was actually working <laughs> this time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's those. Then I guess we can move on to conclude with the live action one piece. We've got episode five. So after the, Big cliffhanger of, oh, the Marines are coming after Luffy and his grandfather is one of the Marines. They actually end up beating them pretty easily. More specifically, Garp just throws this big cannon, this cannonball at it, but Luffy's able to repel it with his rubber, and then that hits the Marines' ship and they get, you know, slowed down as a result. So our main characters go on. They make it to this Barati, this restaurant place. They end up, you know, getting food, but Luffy doesn't actually have the money to pay for it, so he ends up being forced to wash dishes to pay off the debt. For <laughs> the guy, the guy says, "Yeah, you'll have to do it for a year," <laughs> which, mm -hmm. you know, in the I, I looked it up because I vaguely remember that from the original. In the original series, they do have that you have to work in the kitchen for a year to pay off the debt, but in that one, it was because Luffy accidentally destroyed part of the restaurant and that's why here was just he didn't have the money to pay for the food mm -hmm. so anyway i think the original made a little more sense i mean i'm thinking how expensive is this food if it'll take a year to uh, to you know pay off one course 
even mm-hmm. if it was a big one. But anyway, he's at least stuck doing that for now until we, well, we know that he's going to get out of it somehow. In the meantime, the Navy does, set, Garp does contact Dracul Mihawk, who's a super great swordsman and one of the seven warlords, which were are basically pirates that are working with the world government in exchange for their bounties being waived. He shows up to try to, he shows up to, you know, try to find Luffy. Zoro challenges him to a duel and Zoro gets, uh, well, beaten pretty handily. Though Mihawk is at least impressed enough by his determination that he decides, okay, well, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you live and I'll leave, and I'll leave Luffy alone also. And, Mm-hmm. And that is the main stuff of the episode. Oh, and we meet Sanji. Yep, we meet Sanji, and uh, he does come across as a kind of a womanizer, which I was surprised they would leave that in, given, uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, I... I enjoyed this episode a lot, and I felt like it was um, an improvement off the last two, actually. Um, I don't understand why Zoro would do that, but then again, it's just kind of like, if if I had seen him act like that in the anime, I would have been like, no problem about it. Uh, it, it would have made perfect sense because it'd just be like, well, he's just an anime character. That's the way they are. <laughs> when you see it in real life, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, what? what's so big about having to become the greatest swordsman in the world? So, uh, yeah, that, but I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I, I didn't have a weird thing. I didn't find the duel weird. It just was a little weird to me when you're saying, we're going to have a duel to the death. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. What I don't know why you need to do that. It's you obviously had respect for this guy. You want to be stronger than him. You don't. I don't know if you have to kill him, but mm-hmm. like I said, Mihawk ends up basically beating him quite handily. He's able to hold him off with just this one little dagger thing. And when he decides to be serious with his actual sword, it's it's like an even bigger massacre. I it's basically this is the part where it's. You know, it's like the video game. It's a hopeless boss fight where you fight someone early on and get completely stomped so you can feel better when you beat them for real later on. Mm. So, yes, it, it was a fun episode. We've, we're still obviously in the middle of all this these things. And, yeah, I skipped over some of the smaller things. You know, we we got some hints and things about Sanji and the head cook's past. uh, And he's not letting Sanji make food for unclear reasons. And, actually, I can't, I don't know what they are because I saw this so (laughs) long ago. I forgot most of this. Like, this is what I remember from the arc. I remember Luffy's fight with Zoro. I remember that bit where Luffy, you know, ends up in debt. And... I remember Sanji joins up with them at the end, and I remember Sanji's flashback, and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of this early stuff is a major blur to me, unfortunately. So uh, I'm going to be interested to see how they do things here, especially because I know they kind of made a few. I I I. I 
I know they introduce a character earlier here. He shows up in this arc when originally it was a different character, but we can get in to that when, when we get to the applicable episodes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the episode. Another fairly good one. And yeah, I don't have anything else to say or, or actually maybe no, I actually did have a brief thing to say. Did you have anything you wanted to say? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I'll, while you think I'll mention my thing, I I've been meaning to mention this for a while, but I kept forgetting. I did. I, so here's my brief sort of, or maybe I did mention it. Did I, did I mention the fact that I tried that babble, you know, that sort of language learning thing that they keep at? You might have mentioned it, but I don't think you talked okay. much about it. So, I guess I'll yeah, just, well, most podcasts uh, just include advertisements for them. But we don't do that. I'll give a review of it because I decided to try it out. Ba- basically, it's a language learning thing. It's it's kind of like Duolingo or other things. Honestly, it is fairly comparable to Duolingo. I'd say in comparison to that, well, it does cost money. It's not free. But you do, but it's, it's kind of, it's a little less gamified, but it is the same thing. Okay. You know, here's some things you need to remember what they are, some exercises to do matching things. It does a much better job, at least in the language I was checking, which was German. It does a much better job explaining things than Duolingo does. Cause I went back to that and was kind of did a little of that to compare the biggest problem I have with it is that it doesn't have a very good review system compared to Duolingo, which actually does make a point to keep throwing you older stuff at you to make sure you remember it. This has a separate review option, but it doesn't work very well for me because it's all based on giving you the English phrase and you're supposed to figure out what the German version of it is. It doesn't let you do it the other way around, which I think is an issue because generally speaking, I think it's more important and useful to be able to translate another language into your own than the other way around to practice doing that. Because if you're watching a TV in another language, you need to know how to translate that language into your own. And that's the same if you're reading something. Whereas in those cases, it doesn't matter. You don't need to speak in that language. You just need to understand it. And any cases where you need to understand, to speak it, you know, when you're writing or you're talking, you need to understand it anyway. So it was kind of baffling to me the flashcards were set up that way. And I even asked them, hey, is there some way to change this? And said, no, you can't. So you mm-hmm. can always make the stuff on your own if you want to review them. But it does, it is kind of annoying that, you know, if you're paying money for a subscription that they don't just have a better version of that. So I don't know. I, I think it was, it was okay. I would say that if someone wants to try it, you know, just they do have, I think, uh, money back after if you cancel within 20 days, so you could always take advantage of that if you want to check it out. So it's not, so it's okay, but they really need to fix, make better review stuff for it is what I think. So I don't know if that review is helpful at all to anyone. I will just mention one quick thing. If you've hear, heard advertisements for on podcasts 
and they, I've at least three podcasts I've listened to have had it as a sponsor. By the way, they they really try to advertise themselves. They'll say, "Hey, if you use this code, you'll get fifty five percent off." Well, there's a big asterisk um, after that. That only applies if you sign up. I think for a year. And if you sign up for a year normally, you get 50% off the normal price. The podcast option just gives you an extra 5% on top of that. So, you know, just a note. But, you know, if it's a podcast you like and you want to sign up for it, by all means, use that code. It supports them. Anyway, that's my lengthy uh, explanation of that. I don't know if that was useful to anyone. But like I said, worst case scenario, you can always just sign up and can uh, try it out for a few weeks and then cancel it if it doesn't, if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Now that I got that done with, was there anything you wanted to say before we leave? Uh, no, I don't have anything actually. Sorry about that. No. Um, that's fine. I, I just I just asked to make sure that I'm not, you know, cutting you off. No, thank you. Yeah, I I uh <laughs> I remember we we said we were gonna give reviews of things we lost the previous year and then I totally forgot that I was gonna I, I totally forgot because I was like, Oh yeah, you you took and you told me, Oh, you watched Tobo Chan as a girl. I forgot I gave that so a nine out of ten so i looked that up this week and i was like yeah i i did like that show quite a bit um i was looking at the rankings because they are doing something for get this the 10th anniversary of kill a kill so uh that is crazy that it's it's 10 years since kill a kill which is one of only five series i've ever given a perfect 10. Um, what were the other four, if you want to share? Uh, well, the the obvious ones are Evangelion and Madoka Magica, and then the wild ones are Sangri-La and Princess Nine. Okay. The only sports anime I would put up that high. Okay. Um, yep, those are my top five anime and not including movies. Um, so just just to clarify, when you say Shangri-La, to anyone listening, you were referring to the series called Shangri-La, not Shangri-La Frontier, which despite the name right. has nothing to do with it. <laughs> right, right. You, you would have to have been here a while to know about my love for that series. Uh, well, when did we watch it? We watched that during the pandemic, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did back when everyone was locked in their houses. So, um, yeah. Let, so we did. Uh, I'm check. Let's see. We watched it together. Now you had previously watched it, but then we watched right, it together yeah. for the podcast. That was in 2020. So yeah, that would have been the year of the pandemic. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, I guess I got nothing else to add, so you okay. can wrap it up. All right, and so that has been our podcast, everyone, and we'll be here next week for more of the same. Really, we'll we'll be getting the end of Doctor Stone, and we'll be talking about the other stuff that we normally talk about. So, without further ado, 
I will just say goodbye and we'll see you next week. Bye.